And welcome to the Twins Wrap. Derek Hansen with you, along with the television play-by-play voice of the Minnesota Twins, Dick Bramer. Again, brought to you by Jefferson Lines. And, Dick, it doesn't get any bigger than this week. The first full week of September, five and a half games ahead of Cleveland. And, yeah, Boston and then the Indians come to town. This is huge. Yeah, and then the week after that, uh, it's the Washington Nationals hottest team in baseball in the second half and then going to Cleveland. So uh, this Twins team that has led the division almost wire to wire is going to have maybe its most severe test schedule-wise here in the next two weeks. No question. It's interesting because, yeah, granted, after the next couple of weeks, things could be almost like they are right now. But, you know, it's a great opportunity for the Twins maybe to run away with it. And obviously it's an opportunity for Cleveland to gain some ground too. Yeah, there are six uh, of the 12 games the next two weeks are against the Indians. And uh, right now, with the team leading by five and a half games, let's just imagine that they can maintain that lead until that Cleveland series starting uh, at uh, Friday night at Target Field. Uh, If the Twins can maintain that big of a lead, that will put a little pressure on the Indians. They'll have to win that series, certainly, and maybe even try to pull off a sweep. So the three games here in Boston – well, the games at Fenway are always interesting, but you have to go back a long way to, to find a twin series here in Boston in September uh, that will be as significant as the three games starting tonight. Yeah, the Boston again for three, as you mentioned, and it's interesting. You go into this, and I, I've talked to you, you know Chris Atterbury about it from the Twins Radio Network. I'd, I've heard you talk about this quite a bit. This, you know, being able to expand the rosters is a weird thing. That's going to change next year. But I think with everything that's going on with the pitching, this is a pretty good advantage for the Twins right now because they have a plateau of about the same type of pitchers. Some nights they just don't perform, but at least they have have some depth now. I think we saw it yesterday. Uh, with uh, Jake Odorizzi going five, he could have gone out another inning. But I, I think that'll be maybe the maximum number of innings pitched that we'll see any twin starter go here in September with the extra arms. Now, it's not just that they're extra arms, but they're, they, they have arms that have gotten the job done at this level, whether it's Smeltzer or Thorpe. Littell has come on and pitched well. So, in the case of tonight, Dobnik getting the start, and I don't believe it's going to be anything more than an opener. And then, you know, with all the other bullpen arms that are available, uh, we would expect a lot of relievers to be used tonight. The interesting thing is, in starting Dobnik tonight, Barrios being pushed back a day, that would take Barrios out of the Cleveland series at Target Field. So that's, uh, to me, one of the most significant uh, significant things about what they've done Ordinarily, in Barrios, as much as he struggled, uh, he's still the ace of the staff, and the Twins, in giving him an extra day here on this road trip, are taking him out of the Cleveland series at Target Field. You know, it's interesting uh, when you look at it, too, that uh, when you see this situation with, with, with Kyle Gibson and all that, it also op- opens up an opportunity for them to be able to uh, give him a little bit of rest because I guess you know he's still feeling a little bit of fatigue. Yeah, Kyle, after the announcement was made that he's been uh, dealing with uh, ulcerative colitis, uh, really going back to spring training, uh, there's a real good chance, by the way, that that uh, is linked to his battle with uh, E. coli back in uh, January. But, you know, Kyle said that he still is about 12 pounds under his preferred weight and and described taking the mound, what, Friday in Detroit, I guess it was, and not having any leg strength at all. Well, that might help explain why 
his year has been as disappointing as it's been. Imagine being out there and you're, you know, trying to get major league hitters out and you just don't have any strength under you in your legs. So yeah, the hope is that uh, the 10 days will be enough. Kyle can uh, put on a little weight with the medication he's been taking and uh, start getting stronger and stronger because I think the twins uh, imagine a long playoff run and they'll need Gibson to be a big part of it. Yeah, no question. Because, I mean, I guess the one thing, you know, Michael Pineda has been pretty much the most consistent guy, but it has been kind of uh, consistently inconsistent, right? Yeah, you know, Pineda has been their best starter. And now Gibson's not not going to be a part of the rotation for a week and a half. Rios has been pushed back. So I think the word Rocco Baldelli used a few days ago when asked, he says, yeah, once we get the extra guys up here, we'll be creative. That was the word that I think that he used. And we'll see that creativity starting tonight. The other thing about it is uh, Byron Buxton back, and I guess we talked about this big two weeks. It, uh, it just was a nice, you know, to look out and see Kepler, Buxton, and Rosario out in the outfield again. It, I, I just felt good inside. Yeah, I did too. And when he caught that fly ball in the ninth inning uh, yesterday in Detroit, it just it, uh, the team seemed more whole for some reason. I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. Now, all that said, he hasn't taken any swings yet. And the Twins are hopeful that once he starts taking some swings off a tee in the cage, in batting practice, it won't be too long before he can uh, take his spot in the starting lineup rather than just being used at the end as a defensive player. Hopefully rounding out this uh, lineup, which still is, I mean, it's amazing how some of these guys are able to step in and do a good job. You know, Scope has been not consistently in the lineup, but he had a little moment there where he was hitting the ball again, hitting those home runs, what we saw earlier. He certainly could be a pinch-hitting threat, even though Arise has done so much at second base. So I like their depth right now. Yeah, and it's... um... You know, Marwin Gonzalez hasn't played now in, what, a week and a half, and there's no word as to when uh, his return, you know, will be marked in the lineup. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day, Derek. You know, if, if you had five devout Twins fans, season ticket holders, regular listeners or viewers, people who really are immersed in Twins baseball this year, if you had five of them and you asked, who is the team's most valuable player, you might get five different answers. That's how good this team has been this year. And, uh, you know, Polanco, Rosario, my personal pick right now would be Max Kepler. And, and, and he doesn't get enough credit, I don't think, for, for what he's done this year. But it's it's really been a great team. You talk about the depth, and it's so deep that I'm not sure there's a standout uh, MVP on the team. Yeah, no question. It's funny you say that. Joel Heikamp this, uh, on his show this morning said Kepler and and Polanco, and I hate to leave out Nelson Cruz. <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you, you got so many guys that you can pick from. It is really a 1A, B, C, D, and I, it's really hard to say one from two, that is for sure. Well, it should be a good one tonight. Uh, and Got a little shorter show here with you, Dick, because it is an early start, but you know, Boston isn't what they were last year, but they're still in the wild card hunt. I mean, five and a half games back or whatever, so so it's not like they're going to go away. No, they've got a, a lineup that matches up uh, very well with the Twins. The big difference this year, they haven't pitched very well. Uh, David Price is hurt. Chris Sale is hurt. The Twins will get Rick Porcello tonight. He's had a very disappointing year. Their bullpen uh, isn't what it uh, was or what they thought it would be this year. So the Twins you know, are a better team than the Red Sox, but the Red Sox took two out of three at Target Field. 
it should be fun. You've got two really good teams and two teams that, uh, who knows, by the end of it all, might both be in the playoff field. Very good. Looking forward to it. It's always fun to see the Twins at Fenway Park. Enjoy it, and I'll talk to you soon. You got it, Darren. The Twins wrap with Dick Bramer each and every Tuesday in the Drive Time News Hour, brought to you by Jefferson Lines, your number one bus experience for over 100 years, serving North Dakota and cities throughout the Midwest. Twins baseball, again, the radio version. Corey Provis with the call. 530 is the pregame show. Shortly, Jack Sunday will be back to wrap up the Drive Time News Hour, the short version here on the Mighty 790 KFGO.